0: Director of Operations for the 2021 Wisconsin Film Festival. I'm also the head of the Wisconsin Zone Programming Committee, as I have been for, I don't know, maybe the last five years. Uh, And it's in that context that I got to see uh, West, uh, the newest short, I don't know if it's the newest, but (laughs) it's the one that we have to show, Kate Corby's latest (laughs) short dance film. Um, And Kate Corby is a professor of dance here at UW-Madison until... I guess until recently, she was the chair of the dance department. Now you're just Mm -hmm. back to doing the good stuff. No more of that admin nightmare.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no more admin. Well, different types Uh, of admin, but not as much. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, I have gotten to know Kate a little bit because she um, is friends with my wife, Kate or Katie, but also because up until this year, um, the... Wisconsin Film Festival was housed in the same building as the dance department. So I got to see Kate all the time at Lathrop Hall. Uh, and I feel like Kate's known as like the coolest professor on campus. Um, thank you. Wow. Well, uh, maybe I, I find that hard to believe. I think you and Faisal like are neck and neck. Like who, who do the kids want to hang out with? Probably Kate and
1: Faisal. Well, thank you. I mean, Faisal, yes, there's a whole nother level of cool.
0: But... <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: but yeah. I won't try to compete. I think it's silly to try to compete with Faisal. Got
0: it. Um, how did you come to make West? What was your inspiration? What, uh, how, did, how did it happen?
1: I was in Sedona for a couple of months on a sabbatical and visited that site, the trailhead at Oak Creek Canyon, and fell in love with it. And had a little bit more time, obviously, with um, a break from teaching and service. And I had worked with Elizabeth Wadium on another project on campus. I think I met her through the Arts Institute. She did a promo piece for Performing Ourselves, which is a community outreach program that I co-direct. And Elizabeth flew out. And I don't even remember how I cast Katie. She was in my circle. I knew her from Chicago. And they spent... um, Three or four days with um, my family and me in Sedona, and we, sh- we shot it there. We Previously, a friend of mine named Nora Stevens, who um, has been making screen dances for a, for a very long time, she's the UW Madison dance alum, um, she came out to, for a, a social visit and we had shot some stuff there as well. So I'd spent a lot of time uh, on the site. And um, we shut, shut up the whole thing in two days and keep working on this uh, second edit. We kept saying, you know, we've, we've both, Elizabeth and me, we've both grown so much. We wish we could go back. There's all sorts of stuff we didn't get. Um, and I think it was nice to have the limitation that, we, re- that it, we really couldn't get more footage. It would be very impractical to go back.
0: Right, but when you fell in love with this location in, in Sedona and uh, decided you wanted to make um, a, a film, or whatever they call these things these days. What did you say? <laughs> screen dance. A screen dance. Screen dance. Yeah. I like that. I, I should probably already know that as a phrase, as somebody who works uh, in.
1: Uh, well, it's called a lot of different things, but screen okay. dance is one of them.
0: But you, but you, um, but you weren't interested in finding anyone out there to do the cinematography and the dancing. You wanted to bring in.
1: I was that- only there for a couple of months, so it, it seemed pretty impossible it's a small town it's beautiful but it does not have a large population
0: yeah and so I've come to understand that this piece isn't technically choreographed it's it's mostly improv
1: most of it we did for some of the shots uh develop choreography that was repeatable
0: Mm -hmm.
1: for, for some for some later editing but yes most of it is um is improvisation
0: yeah, um, I mean, it. it, it I, th- I think it's a. I think it's a great dance and a great piece. Um, I, I get why you fell in love with that location. Where what? Where, where exactly uh, are you in this? In this, it seems like it's almost like a, uh, not really a hedge maze, but almost kind of. It, it almost has that feeling of the shining.
1: Um, well, it was an old hotel. Oh, and the name, I did all this research so long ago, the name is Escaping Me, and it burned down in a fire. But mm-hmm. there's this joke about all, all screen dances either happening in abandoned warehouses or abandoned houses, and so it, this sort of plays off with that, that a little bit too. And then the pre, before it was a hotel, it was a residence, um, I think late 19th century, and that is an old chicken coop. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's some of the footage and actually I don't think it the footage further into the trail made the second this current cut, but um, it's a pretty, pretty extensive trail system back there as well. And when we filmed it, um, there was a lot of tourist traffic, actually, that was a funny little anecdote that um, we lost a lot of time waiting for families to pass through the shot over and over again.
0: Yeah, you have now mentioned a few times there's sort of this newer cut and this second edit. And it's true that from the time that I saw uh, the piece when you submitted it until watching it again just about 20 minutes ago, I was struck at how different it seems to me. And of course, I've watched 150 films in the last six months, and so it's hard for me to be totally clear about that. But it really feels radically different. And sometimes sometimes that happens uh, where we get one cut of a film that people submit to us. And then by the time they hand us their exhibition cut, mm-hmm. I look at that and I'm like, wait a minute, I, I, what? I wouldn't have, <laughs> I never would have accepted this thing. But oh no, that is that what you're
1: trying to no, tell no, no, me, Ben? No.
0: Absolutely <laughs> not. I What, what, what struck me was that it, it feels in a lot of ways, like a, a, like a radically different film, but equally as good as the submission and actually probably better. I mean, I get why, you thought there might be something better to get out of the the footage that you had shot. Because I think, I mean, yes, if I had only seen this cut, I would have loved it as much as I love the, the sort of rough cut or maybe more. Um, but, but yeah, but it, but it, but it, am I right? Is it, is it really kind of very different in the shot selection?
1: It is. Well, um, there's not so uh, much moving camera. And I had mm-hmm. gotten some feedback um, from a couple of people that they, one woman who had vertigo who said I, I actually, oh. particularly because the film started that way, I, I can't even engage in it. Uh, but the score although is, has a, has the same quality to it, Tim Russell who's a local composer and is the current music director at the dance department at UW Madison, uh, he built it out a lot. It has um, mm-hmm. many more layers and has more of a climax and um, I, I think it supports, and the, the arc of it is a little bit different. It, it start, it's more of a traditional yeah. um, compositional arc in terms of a, a slower beginning and a, and a build sort of center towards the end.
0: Yeah, I, I was not one of those people who said, oh, no, the moving camera is too much. I actually thought that was kind <laughs> of amazing. And <laughs> and but I will say that the, the new cut is night is really uh, good enough that I didn't miss it. I like recognized its absence, but I was like, oh, yeah, this is great, too. It almost makes me feel like it would be interesting to have them both like maybe make a film that's got both mm-hmm. of them, like to not the two different takes. Um you know, and call them chapter one. I don't know what you call them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you mm-hmm. call it in, in okay. screen dance, mm-hmm. but <laughs> anyway, that's a, that's um, yeah. I think that, I think they might be interesting side by side or um, hmm, cool. Whatever. Yeah. So um, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious about uh, what you see as the similarities and differences and the differences in the roles uh, between uh, being a choreographer and, and being a director of of Screen dances and films.
1: It's interesting. That's a really interesting question. So I've done two projects where I was a choreographer on a film, and uh, it, I realized that that's not that's not my role, um, and I should have figured that out earlier on because my creative process for the stage is extremely collaborative. Uh, in, in terms of the content, now more text, a lot of text-based and um, you know movement-based content comes from the dancers and the and obviously, I ma- manipulate it and coach it, and then put all the containers of it in, on it in terms of sound and um, structure and costumes, and uh, collaboratively work with the lighting designer. Uh, but I, you know, the projects that I'm interested in aren't necessarily tightly choreographed or about the movement vocabulary. at at this particular moment in my career. So the process is not that much different than how I usually work, where uh, I need to rely on the expertise and work more collaboratively. Um, And it's interesting because Elizabeth Wadium and I just did another project where I was the choreographer and she was the director, and uh, just sort of navigating those decision-making processes. And she's a very direct individual and and an excellent collaborator, so it wasn't complicated, but I can imagine with a different individual that would be really complicated um to move to move in and out of decision making processes
0: yeah and and that brings this question to mind for me so in these different projects that you and Liz work on together but you uh, have sort of designated these different roles for yourself from project to project is there a real difference in in the collaboration between those two projects where like Liz is directing this and so there's these bunch of things that she's totally responsible for and I'm not gonna say anything about, or is it does it kind of feel more similar than than not when it comes to these different roles within the-
1: Yeah, I, I would say it's 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 pretty different. I, I think that um he, with her, Liz's Project North, um, you know, I, I did not feel I wasn't as a large part or a large you know, part of the editing. And because I'm not, necess- I'm not an editor, I don't have those, those skills. Um, I wasn't involved in that process. Uh, whereas Elizabeth and I edited this together, um, the West together. And you know, ultimately, like for example, with this, this new cut, the suggestions that I made, she said, these are the ones I'm really excited about. These are the one, your recommendations that I feel neutral about. And these are the ones I really don't like. And I was like, okay, well let's go with excited and neutral. Uh, you know, for example. And, and I think that uh, I'm just paying much more attention because I have more time in my life these days mm-hmm. to how people collaborate and how collective decisions are made. Uh, and, and I think it's fascinating. I, I think that, you know, generally speaking, um, it is easier uh, for me to collaborate with women, but I don't work with a lot of men, so I, I'm not quite sure. But also being in the shared governance environment at UW Madison all these years, I think has given me the skills to move forward on decisions with other people because we have to.
0: Yeah, talk about the, uh, some of the difficulties and opportunities and really differences uh, with performing and filming dance on location like this as opposed to you know, on stage or in the studio.
1: Well, you may have noticed that in the past year, there's been expl- an explosion of dance for camera or screen dance, uh, and that you know ev- everyone from a first-year dance major, uh, you know, to people who've been doing this work for decades, uh, is making screen dance and is distributing it in an open source. And there's so much content out there, yeah. which is e- totally exciting and also overwhelming. Uh, for example, my improv class usually does live solos and they all did video solos this year and um, in their first years. And sort of the range of approaches in terms of some of them really made films. And it was all about the editing, even though that wasn't the assignment and you could see they have this great potential in this area. And then some of them just set up the camera and improvised in front of it. Uh, And I, I think in terms of live performance, Once we get back in the theater, I think we will remember I sort of intellectually remember everything I miss and how powerful powerful it is, but not necessarily yet emotionally and kinesthetically Uh, the shooting. Uh, shooting films on like on remote locations—it's really exciting. Like, I'm not a camper because I feel like my life is like camping because I have little children and I'm a dance artist. But um, I, the time, the time frame, and having to load a car—I just have to be so so organized in a very different way. in the intensity, um, and, and not that you know, tech week in the theater isn't intense, but um, it it feels like an excursion. It, it it feels much more like a journey, and I I really appreciate the challenges. And I like working with people who have expertise completely different than my own. That's one of the reasons I'm really excited about it. And also the power of location, the power of site and what we can communicate about human experience on, on location is, um, is pretty brilliant. And I get geeked out on the history of a location who's been through there and what has happened in that place.
0: What about the challenges of actually performing and dancing on this sort of, you know, Rough terrain, uneven surfaces, different like, like uh, uh, you know, dirt and and, and and rocks and stuff, and and you know, the, I guess there must be hazards involved with that, especially for dancers yeah. who I feel for the most time are, are 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 trained in these very sort of sterile, precise, you know, floorboards and and things like that.
1: That's an excellent question. My students, when we went outside this semester into the Botanical Gardens next to Lather Paul, they were like, oh, we're, we're scared to, you know, in the concrete and we're gonna, and and, and, I, and I and I honestly, I had to restrain myself to be like, come on, not to be like, come on, you know? Uh, I, I think that asking other people to, when you're a director or a choreographer in these contexts, asking other people to do this work is, is really tricky um, and, and you just have to constantly negotiate what people are comfortable with and what they're not comfortable with. Uh, I think that um, for your own projects, you're much more likely to be able to roll around on the ground and fly into space and, and take those risks, um, you know, for obvious reasons. There's uh, some footage that did not make it into either of these cuts where Katie Graves ends up in the creek oak creek canyon and, and actually like submerging herself in the water um which you know unfortunately we didn't end up including because it just it kills me because it was so hard to do like just to mm-hmm. make happen because it was like kind of a rushing stream and it was, it was march and it was freezing and and um she was just like so committed and generous about it uh it's Is not katie, easy but does I think, katie
0: know it's not in the film
1: <laughs> i think she does know i think she does know and it was, it was something we did at the very very end it's like well you're not gonna have time to, to dry off um but Elizabeth's film North was shot um, outside in winter. So, you know, somewhere in Dane County. Um, And those are two local dancers, uh, former students of mine, Megan Schimke and Caitlin um, Birchmack, And and they were incredible troopers. Um, It's really rewarding when you're finished. Like I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, you know, it's interesting to train in a dance studio to dance on stage because the the floor is often the same, but the conditions are not with lighting uh, and not having a mirror. And um, it's actually pretty destabilizing. So I've never understood why we train to dance on stage in
0: studios. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, how do you decide who decides on the costuming in this piece? The dress that she wears and the I, I picked
1: it out at, um, at the Goodwill in, in Sedona. Yeah. And these smaller projects, it's, um, as a director, you can do all those things and, you know, it's easier. And the Boots, I think the Boots are pretty significant. They came from that same goodwill in Sedona.
0: Yeah. They help with the whole West
1: thing. Yeah. They sort of have their own identity and separate character, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that the music evolved along with the, with the cuts and the shots. Um, but w- when, when does the music enter the process? Like, what, what, is, what is Katie dancing to?
1: She's dancing to the ambient noise there. And I think that every director of screen dance would have a significantly different approach, uh, also across projects as well. Um, And my first film, which is called Huggers Beach is all ambient noise. It's some design sound. um, And we recorded sound there. uh, But it's, it's not what one would call musical. And um, this, the original score came at the very end of this whole process. Um, And, and I think that it's sort of similar how, do I, how I work in live, live choreography. Now I'm making more of an effort to uh, incorporate composer collaborations earlier on, just because I think it's going to make deeper work. But in terms of my time management skills, it usually, the sound usually ends up happening toward the end, because I, I don't identify as a musical choreographer, I'm, I'm inspired by music and obviously inspired by sound but it's it's not what gets me going it's not what gets me in the studio yeah that
0: that 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 i you know i've heard that before i mean that's what as somebody who's who's married to somebody who who studied dance in college and has had an interest in dance and has done some Writing about dance ever since, I'm remarkably ignorant when it comes to most dan- dan- dance things. But it's always surprising to hear that, like the music isn't the inspiration, or and you're not choreographing to the music that you're going to have at the end of the day. Um, uh, it's sort of mind blowing to me. But does it make it harder? Do you know for the composer if the if he's if, you know if they're presented with this piece that they then have to craft to, and what? what kind of instructions are you giving uh, Tim? Is that who you said, Tim Russell?
1: Tim, yeah, Tim asks very helpful, direct questions, likely because he's an educator uh, about imagery, any particular instruments you're thinking of, anything you'd like to stay away from, what what type of environment would you like to create, uh, re- really helpful gu- guiding questions. And you know, going through a couple of drafts and saying, oh, you know, I think this works. I think this doesn't work, etc." Et and, you know, just to be clear that that's how I work. There's, there's many people that are inspired by music, but, you know, people that still contemporary choreographers uh, that start with even a score visually working with a score and, and there's a wide range. And I think that changes for people over their, the course of their careers as well.
0: Yeah. Um um but was the um like at some point is Liz uh, taking the music into consideration in her in her cutting and you know in where she where she goes to I mean is the was the editing on this piece more about uh you know cutting to the movement of the dance or or some third or or the or the music? or some third thing altogether? Did you have something else in mind when you're like, okay, we need to get to this other shot now and I want to see this now. Was it, you know, you're timing those yeah, not
1: Yes, not driven by the music, the sound, this, this, particular, this particular project. Um, and I think that the actual structure of things is, I considered it on a larger level and then, um, the editing within sections often came with matching movement because you know Mm -hmm. obviously we did many different angles uh and and we had particularly in the long shot of the the chicken coop but the the section in the chicken coop uh we we worked to match to match movement um to create more of a through line and i think if we went back and did this all over again we would have worked a little bit more like that where we would have had um, some more repeatable phrases with a solo. It's very, it's a really unique opportunity where you can get by, you know, almost you could get by just improvising and, um, taking just cut after cut after cut of new movement.
0: As somebody who's, who's, who's now involved in this capturing dance on film, is it, do you consider it, um, Not interesting or cheating in a way to sort of capture the whole thing, you know, in a single camera angle and take. I mean, is it really, is it part of, is it, is it part of, or most of, or all of the fun to know that you're covering it from different angles and you're giving yourself these possibilities in editing? Like, is the editing like what? drives you to what makes you think this is dance, this is a dance film, as opposed to just a recording of a dance.
1: Exactly, and I think that's why when first introduced to this hybrid form, choreographers for the stage geek out so much because the possibilities are just, they're mind blowing uh, in in terms of perspective, in terms of editing. uh, And when you have been working primarily in a proscenium environment, and you have become accustomed to those lim- limitations, and then these possibilities open up. It it is it's exciting and also completely overwhelming at times.
0: Yeah. What do you have any particular favorite dance films uh, or or dances on film that you look to for or that that have inspired you, or that you grew up thinking, oh, this is this is my favorite, or
1: yeah, I uh, first saw um, Anna Teresa de Kiersmacher's Roses, Dance, Roses in, um, at ADF's Film Festival. I don't even remember if it was just called ADF um, Dance Film Festival. Douglas Rosenberg, who's a professor in the art department here, um, curated that festival then. And I was in my early 20s. And I was supposed to be somewhere um, for my job at that time. And like I remember it was like one of the handfuls, a handful of times in my life where I just said, no. Fuck it! I'm gonna stay and watch this thing because I had never seen anything like it, and it was, um, yeah, kind of life changing. And it was Europe, so they were doing amazing things in this medium a long, long time before we were. Uh, and, and now now this is that's the the film that ended up in um, beyond the choreography ended up in Beyonce's Countdown. Do you know about this controversy?
0: No. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, it's 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 fascinating. Um, all around fascinating and it has come up in conversation lately too but it's beautiful it's it's uh, it's a really powerful powerful film
0: have you seen any we I know at cinematech we've shown two uh, 3d dance films in recent years the, oh wow okay vim vendors' uh, pina pina
1: oh film. yeah oh I've seen Pina oh, yeah. I saw that um, I was one of three Three people in a theater in somewhere in the suburbs of Chicago. It was so bizarre and so it was a, basically a private screening. And, and um, I think, yeah, in a the theater. So I saw it when I came out. I don't remember. When it was, was it in three D? Hmm.
0: Yeah. I I'm not a big three D fan, but I have to say that the, those two three D dance films, I'm like, oh, okay, I sort of get three D film at this point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. This yeah. makes sense to me now.
1: And I don't think I had seen three D since I was seven. So right. I, sure. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and 3D's come a long way too. That's like one of the nicer things about digital exhibition is that all of the problems of those old analog 3D things where you're running like two strips of film and mm. everything had to be in perfect sync or else it would be like blurry and give you a headache. Like, there's none of yeah. that problem now with like digital, you know, film exhibition. So you know, it's one of these things that we kind of roll our eyes about most of the time. Cause it's so sad yeah. not to actually be showing things on 35 millimeter film with all yeah. of its detail and grain and stuff, but 3d that's definitely something that's improved in the, in recent years. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, thank you so much for bringing us West. Uh, I'm thrilled. Thank you. Thrilled to see it again in its new form and thrilled for audiences to, to be able to see it. Uh, Hopefully next year you'll come back with something else and we can show it in person at one of our campus venues.
1: I would love that. I'm making a um, hopefully making a film version of my live dance, Dance Like a Man, uh, which hmm. was originally we we're going to incorporate incorporate a youth cast uh, and build it out here in Madison pre-pandemic. That was the plan. So right now um, the film will have the uh, two adult cast members and then two youth cast members and again starting to storyboard the i'm getting overwhelmed with all the options but also really excited
0: that sounds great kate always a pleasure um i'll probably be seeing you like from across the street in the future (laughs)
1: yeah well thank you and say hi to your family i will